0: Financial literacy is a term that we often hear, and it's an important one, too. However, numerous research studies have indicated that many people are actually not financially literate. In fact, according to the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, FINRA, about 66% of the American population is considered financially illiterate. So at the end of the day, what does it mean to be financially literate? Welcome back to ClearPath, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller. And with me is Catherine Collinson, CEO and President of Nonprofit Transamerica Institute. Catherine's here to help us define the term financial literacy, what it involves in our lives, and how it can impact our finances. But before we get started, I do want to remind our listeners that we'd love to hear from you and get to know what topics you'd like to hear about. So please drop us a line at info at Well, Catherine, nice to be together again.
1: Hey, it's great to be back, Al.
0: So let's uh, start at the very beginning, shall we? What is meant by the term financial literacy?
1: According to Investopedia, financial literacy is defined as the ability to understand and effectively use various financial skills, including personal financial management, budgeting, and investing. It also means comprehending certain financial principles and concepts, such as the time value of money compound interest, managing debt, and financial planning.
0: Okay, I follow you, but uh, must confess that uh, that feels quite broad. So perhaps maybe you could help us by breaking down some key concepts that would be relatable in our everyday lives.
1: Absolutely. It's a good starting point. I would like to share with you some insights from MyMoney.gov, which is an initiative of the Federal Financial Literacy and Education Convention. And they really break it down well into bite-sized chunks. And they outline five principles of financial literacy. And these five principles are, number one, earn. Make the most of what you earn by understanding your pay and benefits. The second principle, save and invest. It's never too early or too late to start saving for future goals, such as saving for a house or retirement. We've talked about this on the show, the importance of saving consistently over time, even if it's just small amounts, getting in the habit of saving and continuing to save. The third principle is protect. Take precautions about your financial situation, accumulate emergency savings, and ensure that you have the right insurance to protect yourself for life's unforeseen circumstances. The fourth principle... Spend. Be sure you're getting a good value. Shop around, especially with large purchases. Do your price comparisons, your bargain hunting, uh, because oh, anything yeah. that you save while you're spending is money that you can put to better use otherwise, either through your savings or other financial priorities. And then lastly is borrowing. Borrowing money can be very helpful, but it can also be a slippery slope. So think through very carefully when you're going to borrow money or go into debt. And if you do need to do so, say for the purchase of a car to get to and from work, or maybe buying a home, uh, shop around, ensure that you're getting the very best possible interest rates.
0: Well, that makes a lot of sense. And that's really helpful, Catherine. So thanks, thanks for that. I do realize that some of the steps related may be challenging for listeners, so perhaps you could help motivate us uh, to learn more. Say, for instance, explaining what are the benefits of being financially literate.
1: And there are a lot of benefits to being financially literate. Uh, Some some Mm -hmm. are more obvious than others, but let me just share a few. The first gives you the insights into your situation so that you can create a structured, realistic budget. Uh, One of the things my grandmother always taught me was the importance (laughs) of living within or beneath our means so that we can save for the future, whatever those goals might be. Being financially literate can also help you understand the best ways to save for retirement and other goals, can help you form good spending habits and good saving habits, One of the things that's so important is learning about credit and establishing good credit, uh, which can lower your interest rates when you're borrowing a car, a home, or any other major purchases. Financial literacy can also help you avoid high interest rate debt and really focus on that. And that one can really sneak up uh, and cost a lot in the long run. And then, overall, being financially literate can just help you make better financial decisions in general.
0: Well, that all makes sense, but is there really more to it?
1: You know, I've been thinking about this a lot, Al. What are the consequences or the costs of not being financially literate? But they're actually quite far-reaching. If you are not optimizing the money you have, making the most of your money. And letting it slip through the cracks. We talk about saving consistently over time, but just think about all those dribs and drabs of inefficient financial decisions and what they could lead up to in the long run in the form of lost savings. And then the other thing is, especially as it relates to credit and the importance of credit, there are times in our life where we need to borrow. Imagine that something happens and your credit is not stellar. Well, that's going to make it much harder for you to buy a car, which you need to get to and from work. It could curtail or limit your decisions. And then what happens if the car conks out and you need car repairs? You don't have emergency savings and your best choice is putting it on a credit card, if that's even available to you. And I hate to say it, but payday loans, they're still a big industry in this country, and they charge a lot. So that's taking a huge chunk out of your paycheck that you maybe need to fix the car, but then how are you going to pay your rent? As I'm talking about it, it can easily go into a downward spiral. And just being financially savvy and financially literate can help you map out your journey, or when life throws you curveballs, and they will, to make better informed decisions that will help you get back on track in the long run.
0: I'm pleased to note that uh, you've consistently offered listeners tips to improve their financial outlook. So in that vein, what can you share with us regarding that today?
1: I'm going to start with a vote of confidence. You can do it. And it may seem overwhelming. You know, one of my big tips is avoid getting overwhelmed because that could trip you up before you even get started. Let's just talk about the importance of baby steps. Starting small, one topic at a time, one idea at a time, and build on that. The other tip I have is seek trusted resources, especially if you're doing internet research. Do some due diligence on those websites and be hyper vigilant. Don't give away your personally identifying information. That could be really counterproductive. But start small, just one bit at a time can add up. And then once you build a base of knowledge, things will get easier and then you'll be able to expand it.
0: Well, those are some great ideas. And I particularly appreciate the tip to start small and work from there. Now, could you suggest some resources where people can learn more and increase their financial literacy?
1: Of course. I'm a book person. I love books. (laughs) Books are more than just books for me. They're friends. (laughs) And there are many excellent books out there on the subject. There are books in general and topic-specific books. Shop around. See what resonates with you. A lot of books are almost like workbooks where they'll have the idea or the topic or lesson and then a test your knowledge and a mm. worksheets to apply it to your real life. I love those books. They work well for me. Look for classes on financial topics. Check out community colleges, adult education programs, libraries, community groups. There's lots of resources out there within your communities. It's just important to be aware that they're there and be on the lookout for them. Another thing is your employer, especially if your employer offers a retirement savings plan, chances are they offer a financial wellness program that offers tools and resources and education for you to learn more about. Another go-to source is the websites of the financial institutions that you may already be doing business with, your bank or credit union Or other type of organization. They often Mm -hmm. also have tools and resources as well. And then lastly, there's resources like mymoney.gov, which I mentioned earlier in the show, as well as Investopedia, that have a wealth of knowledge available. And then, how could I forget? Our podcast. uh Here on Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth, we've already discussed a number of topics related to financial literacy, core concepts, and we're going to be doing even more in the future. A couple of previous episodes I want to point out and invite listeners to either check out if they haven't listened to it or maybe even a memory refresher, and those are the two episodes related to Inflation. One is all about defining inflation and why it happens and how it works and how it impacts our lives. And then the other sure. is on how we can save money during this sort of excruciating time of inflation that we're living in.
0: Well, I think to your point, you really need to take an active role in terms of guiding your financial literacy and making sure that you know what you do have works uh, well for you. And Catherine, thanks so much. Uh, it's always great to have you with us. We hope you'll join us for future episodes. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about retirement security and the intersections of health and financial well-being. You can find our weekly podcast on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcast, and at transamericainstitute.org. Your Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth, is produced by Transamerica Institute with assistance from WYPR. If you have ideas for future episodes, comments, or feedback, please email us at info at Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical or financial advice or guidance.